Nervous? Yeah. All right. I just want to see if I can hear. I can hear. <clears throat> All right. Well, today um, I have a special guest. That special guest I've known for – how long have I known you? Forever. 2001 is 2020. 19 years. It's literally the sim- simplest math ever. <laughs> I didn't know. <laughs> All right, let's try again. How long have I known you? If I met, if we met in 2001. 19 years. That's a long time. That's like a classic car. Yeah. Like if we were license plates, we could get classic antique car license plates. Oh, yeah. How does it make you feel? Makes me feel pretty good. Oh, makes me feel old. Oh. Anyway, the guest... <laughs> <laughs> The guest today is Dana Lynn Bailey. Hello. Hey. Enkaya. Hey, Enkaya. Dana Lynn Bailey, Miss Olympia champion. Is that how we introduce you? How do you want to be introduced? Rob's wife. Rob? Rob's oh, amazing okay. wife. <laughs> All right. Well, I think generally if anyone's listening to this, they know who you are. Do you think I have people that are coming to the podcast now to listen that don't know who you are? I mean, pro- Maybe. Well, yeah. th- how, what episode is this? I don't know. This is three. Oh, three? Yeah. Then they know me. Then Maybe, what? Then they know me. But what if but, this is their first episode? Well, Introduce yourself. Tell us, tell us who you are and what you've done. <clears throat> I know it's very hard for you. And that's I what I want. I want to see you struggle through this. Uh, I'm Dana Lou Bailey. <laughs> You're doing really good. Uh, <clears throat> former, first ever... Uh, IPB Pro Women's Physique competitor, first ever Miss Olympia, and now I'm a goat farmer. <laughs> you know what I realized? <clears throat> I don't know what I'm Like if you sum you up, right? If you're like, like when people when people ask me now, they're like, uh, so hey, what do you do? And I'm like, oh, I do you know this, that, and the other. I got own some businesses, and then uh, they're like, oh, what does your wife do? You know what I say? I'm like, well, it's hard to say, but have you seen the show on Netflix, The Tiger King? <laughs> I was like, she's she's like, she's so sort of like, so she's a retired female bodybuilder. And right then they look at you, their head turns sideways, and she has a bunch Number of goats. Number one in the world at one <laughs> yeah. point in time. And now she's retired. Uh, I don't know if she's retired or what. But she uh, she now raises took a sabbatical. she raises goats and they're like oh for for food or milk and I'm like no for friends. Because <laughs> I like animals more than people. <laughs> you're you're definitely a, a unique individual. Oh, and special guest today is we're filming this episode. Oh, yeah, hey. we get requests to film, so I'm not wearing shoes, and we're in our comfortable chairs. And Kai is below me. So. Um, I think, I don't even know what we should talk about. I think we should talk about, um, the main thing, because as I listen to other podcasts and as I, I consume other content currently, it's hard to ignore, uh, the coronavirus. It's hard not to even speak about it. Yes. In like a half hour setting. (laughs) And I think, I think I sort of. You know, once again, we can address anything with you, but I think one of the things is um, I know people because I'm wondering how other people are doing, and I'm I'm wondering how other relationships are going. You know, without giving out names, you know, I'm witnessing some other relationships fall apart of people, like really? pe- people that just Aww. you know, well, you're you're quarantined. Oh, and then you're just and you're spending them all you're spending too much time. time. But but think about how think about how it's revolutionized life right now. <clears throat> like the biggest thing that I notice is um, I travel more than you, so a lot of times, and I didn't. I was actually traveling more than you this year. Yeah, I was gone like every weekend. Yeah, you're. I was supposed to be gone this weekend. But I think how I used to think of it was, and I, I'm trying to. It's it's a brain thing that I don't realize is, I'm conditioned to think. Okay, I have six days. I can get as much work done in Montana for the next six days, and then I'm back on an airplane, and then when I come back, I have that one day where I'm really overwhelmed, and then I have, like, ooh, now I have 11 days until I leave again. You also, like, you think of travel as this, like, horrible thing. No, I don't <laughs> think it's a horrible thing. I just think I, I'm, I'm very used to blocks of time. So having four days home, and, okay, cool, I have four days. This is what I can do in four days. And to me, it's it's – at the front of my brain, it's not really that big of a deal. Yeah, but, but do you, 
do you actually enjoy traveling? Um, well, that's the thing is like now with it canceled, I don't know. Yeah. Like I do, I, I have a weird relationship. You know, I don't enjoy anything. I, yes. And we can be super, <laughs> we can be super honest on this podcast. Yeah. Um, you know, you know me pretty well, but I don't really enjoy anything. Mm-mm. I don't allow myself to enjoy things. Well, and I think you sh- stress, you make things a lot harder than they need to be, or you stress out more than they have to be. Yeah. And so I like, traveling's like a big. So what issue. I've tried to tell myself is because I'm very conditioned in a few things. I want to make everything as efficient as possible. Um, so you know, for example, I don't want to bring more clothes on a trip than I need to. Oh my god! So <laughs> so that. I'm like stressed out about not bringing you too much with me. me. Out I know packing. I'm like I try to. So we do this. We uh, because of him. We do not check a bag. So no, regardless of no. how long we go for it. It's, it no, we can go week. away from, we and, can go to Australia for a month and, and we got to do a carry on. I have to do uh-huh. everything in a carry on. So I bring the biggest book bag I have, which is like our gym bro bag. I can fit so much stuff in that. And then I have available at flagnerfell.com. Yes. <laughs> and then I have a, a, a carry on suitcase, which is probably not the size that you're supposed to carry on but i know it fits in there so you're sneaky <laughs> and i fit as many clothes you're like a, as you're I like a when can. it when you really break down dana lynn bailey she's a hardcore criminal <laughs> Wait, I, you, no, not. yeah you are because i'm wearing a bigger i mean i've seen you sneak stuff on airplanes like what um i don't have an example <laughs> food food you're allowed food yeah all right i don't know i have all you the know? tricks you have all the tricks yeah so anyway, I, I I stress out about a lot of things, and then I overanalyze all situations. I'm very uh, I'm very big into you know planning or at least understanding everything that can come out of it, um, and then just trying to think through things all the way because I don't want to mess up and I want to maximize every situation. So, if you ask me if I like traveling or I enjoy traveling, it all depends. Well, I'm trying to renegotiate. I love that. Well, the, yeah. The, I'm trying to renegotiate my relationship with, with travel. Traveling. And I think, I think I'm, I'm doing a good job. the last couple months, because we, we said it out loud, like we started talking more, and one of those things is like, take, like, we've been traveling. We've traveled all across the world, and we've never actually enjoyed it because we don't take the time to, we'll go to an expo, and then we come back to the hotel and we fall asleep. It's like, why don't we spend an extra day? And like, we're trying to do that. So well, now we're I not have, doing anything. Now we're and just now stuck. we're just stuck here, which is not a bad thing. No, so I think that's one of the big things for me is travel has gone away. Um, so is that a positive or negative for you? Um, is just indifferent. So I was on. Uh, I, I think. Uh, so I was on Andy Stump's podcast. And he said something, and I don't think I even told you. I don't think you listened to the podcast. I listened but to it. Did you? Yeah. So you heard him talk about the circle of influence? Yes. Okay. So what he said, and I'm going to f- completely fucking oh. ruin it here, but what he said is, is th- it's like a target. There's like a bullseye, and there's a large target. And everything in your life is on the, on the target, right? But there's only a small circle of things that you can control at that moment. But a lot of people spend time worrying about everything. Like I've, I've, I, I think on the last podcast I talked about my mom, right? My mom is in complete disarray. She's spinning out of control and she's like ruining relationships because she's so caught up in the world right now and things going on in New York. And, and, and when you're not focusing on what's And we live in the middle of nowhere in Montana. There's literally nothing you can do. You can be aware, but you can't let it affect you. And I think that's the cool thing about that target is you can be aware of things, but you can't let it affect you. Or you shouldn't because we only have so much bandwidth. Right. So um, I think the cool thing about not traveling is that's like moved out of my, my circle of influence. Um, I no longer have an option to even look at my schedule and, and say like, well, maybe I can fit time in the studio here. Um, you know, like I missed, I was going to start on my second album. I missed you that. Should be, yeah. Right so now like, you would be there. Yeah, I would 100%. I, that's Actually, where I was. The last like two weeks I was there. Yeah. yeah. So I would be recording my second album, uh, the Kill Rob Bailey solo project album. Um, I, I realized today's the 
like the Ronnie or tomorrow's like the Ronnie Coleman classic. I was going to go out and see uh, Ryan compete, yeah. Ryan Terry, our athlete. Crazy. crazy. Um, but like, you know, there's so many things. And this weekend I had my women's in strength event with my best. You friend. were having an event at the Warhouse Brooke gym Evans. this weekend. Yeah. So it's, it's weird because it's taken this whole thing's taken so much off of our plates. But at the same point in time. Um, you know, we have one, two, three. So we have three Airbnbs that are renting. And then we have a fourth Airbnb, which uh, a lot of people, I saw somebody comment on the YouTube video on the lake house. So the lake house was our largest investment. It was, uh, like one point, it was one, 1.4 million, but we got them down to 1.3 and now we're renovating it the whole entire house. I mean, we're painting every single wall. We're redoing the kitchen. We're doing granite everywhere. It's four bathrooms. We're redoing all the bathrooms. We're literally touching every surface in the entire house. Um, We have to build retaining walls. We have to do the driveway. Um, So it's a lot of money. Plus, it has a giant mortgage. You know, the mortgage is $8,700 a month. And it's not renting right now. No. And (laughs) what happened was, once again, I'm trying to stay positive throughout the whole thing, but what I found out, even since the last episode, all of our renters have canceled. So we're now sitting on three empty houses and a house that's being renovated that like isn't rentable in the foreseeable future because no one's traveling. And then in addition to that, we have everyone working from home now, which is this whole new thing that we have, have to, to navigate through. Um, being that we have own a supplement line, we are essential. So people, we can... People could be working on top of each other because it's an essential business, but we make sure to spread people out in shifts. So we only have like two um, people working in the back, right? D- dude, it's a ghost sh- town. It's work. a ghost town, and everyone we split up to be in separate offices. So, and then, I mean, on top of that, the Warhouse Gym is closed. Yeah. So, like, the Warhouse Gym being closed, that business runs off of the sales of shakes. It runs off yeah. all that stuff. So I, it was a week ago. It's only it's been closed down for two weeks. No longer than that. It's been closed down for I think three weeks three now, weeks. and the account overdrafted two days ago. Nice. So it's already negative a thousand dollars, and there's literally no money coming to the account. So where where we lost travel, I think, you know, like the pressure of travel and all the orchestration of that you come back to this side and it's created all this other havoc. So you still have your normal job to do, but now there's this pivotal work you need to do. So, you know, we're, we're making another push because what's the biggest thing everyone's panicking about right now is working at home mm-hmm. or working out at home and not having a gym. And like, I know for me personally, the gym is what keeps me sane. Oh. 100%. If I don't have yeah. the gym, same thing. If I don't have exercise, mm-hmm. if I can't go outside and do shit, well, I'm going to have a, what keeps you healthy. It just, it's, it's everything. It's everything. It's like, if you it should be 25% of your and you life. If you want to like be able to fight this virus, you have to be in top shape. You have to be working out and staying fit. Which is, which is why, to be completely honest, and this isn't a joke, I think gyms should have been considered essential. Yeah. And I think that they should have but, taken uh, the same thing. Like, my physical therapist is still open. When I come in there, you wipe your hands down, like – you make sure that you're clean. It has signs everywhere. They take your temperature as you enter. Like yeah. they take it very serious. I think what would have made sense is done the same exact thing and at like the gym. Limit the amount of people. Like, I mm-hmm. don't know, maybe you'd have to, I don't time slots. Well, that's <laughs> what, that's what, uh, did you see lift factory tried yeah, to do that? So as, time. as yeah. they said, Hey, there's only, you know, gatherings over 40, they were like, okay, only 40 people in. And then they shut yeah. down treadmills that were next to each other. And they sort of started doing social distancing based on their gym. But then you got shut down anyway because it evolved so fast. Yeah. And I understand why. Yeah, it's I just, get it. And, I mean, a gym is one of the places like you're sweating all over the place. Yeah. Which is a beautiful thing. And once again, we're taking steps to sort of combat this in the future mm-hmm. and make sure that long-term goals, um, you know, we don't, we don't rely so heavily on travel for Airbnbs. So I need to think of a creative way around that. Um, or when the travel season does open up, we can maximize sales so that we can float those. Cause right now it's a shoulder month, but we still had renters. Yeah. And then summer it's like, we're going to lose half summer now. Like this isn't, we're going to lose may Maybe even lo- like you don't, even and then know. people are going to be worried about traveling. So yeah. we have an issue there. So we have to pivot to make sure that we can take care of that stuff. And one of the greatest things you're doing, not only are you pivoting right now, but you're also like really helping people. And that's with your website, yeah, danielandbailey.com. So I think like one of the 
on a positive note, it has actually like revived like that love of fitness because I'm back into, like I've been a bodybuilder for however many years, like 15, 16 years I've been training a certain way. And like, obviously I use it equipment and DLB daily was based on a basic gym. We don't, I do a lot of dumbbell free weights anyway, but like leg day, like you definitely need, you needed gym equipment on back day. You needed like cables. And I think this like kind of revived that love of fitness and like thinking outside the box and coming up with different ways of like how to train your back without any equipment and how to have a really good leg day with only 15 pounds. And that's the, I guess the positive of this is I'm really enjoying the different the change up of training style. And I thought I was going to hate it. Well, yeah, I saw you I getting, I think with the gym workouts, like typical bodybuilding. Cause I, I watch you write your programs. Like you, you program all night. You're up, you're up in the morning. I feel like you're always just writing programs and you know, the efficient me, you know, well, looks at it and I'm like, what, what are you doing? Just, just write a fucking program. But you're the thing is in two years, I haven't had, I think I've only used the same workout. Uh, maybe three times and it was because I liked the workout in two years there hasn't been one workout that has been identical except for like because one you're two. you're trying to keep people fresh and you're trying to you know well, you're like, trying to keep people on the, their toes a bodybuilder I think that that's the biggest thing there bodybuilders don't program their training we program our diets that's bodybuilders what are you talking about I disagree with that what how do you program your training excuse me What's the training program to be a bodybuilder? I think it's well, diverse I, and changing. Like there's I don't never think it needs to change. Oh, ugh. that boring for me. No, no, and that's that's the difference. Is <laughs> I think you're someone who needs to be. Ver- you're you're unique in the way that your diet. I mean, there's always lateral raises. No, no, like I know that. But your diet doesn't need to be exciting. No. You could show up every week and do the same exact lateral the raises. Program is your diet. Well, I understand that. But what I'm saying is you're sort of flipped from everyone else. Most people can show up to the gym and on chest day, they can flat bench, incline fly, uh, dumbbell press and dips and they're good. They can do that every single chest day and be okay. But what they can't do is they can't eat six meals a day of the same exact fucking well, thing. You don't have to eat the same thing. But that's thing. what I'm saying. You're but reversed. That's where it's programmed. You're reversed like where you can eat. The amount of protein, eat, the amount of carbohydrates. Yeah, everything. you're reversed where you can eat the same exact thing, six meals, but your workouts can't be the same. Oh, they could be. Uh, I just prefer them not. To. Exactly. I like to keep people guessing, keep your muscles guessing. Keep the people guessing. Keep them guessing. You never know what you're going to get on shoulder day. It's always changing. But I did, what I did notice is I did, I felt like you were getting a little bored with that. That's why when I went over to the athletic training, like I watched you watch from the outside for a little bit and then you jumped in so fast just to add more to your skill set. Training. And at at that point in time, I kind of needed that in my life. So, now you're doing the at home with dumbbells at home with uh so i do dumbbell only workouts it's dumbbell dumbbells and barbells can be interchanged dumbbell and kettlebell so it i just say it's a dumbbell only but if you have kettlebells or barbells you can use the same but it's all free weights there's no cables there's no machines there's no anything and then i also do a daily zero equipment body weight only and then occasionally i'll just have it like if we do a a lunge and a press like I'll give you an example of using like uh, a gallon of water, which weighs like, I heard it weighs like eight pounds. No, I don't, I don't, I, I don't, I don't think that's so true. either, but someone told me that. <laughs> now I'm just giving out false information. Yeah. Uh, no, someone on the internet. There oh, was, perfect. Yeah. Someone just on like the my internet mom. <laughs> said it, I, I read like, it on the internet. I was like, I don't feel, maybe it's like three pounds. <laughs> like, but anyway, just find stuff around your house. Like I use soup cans for this, these fly things. I, I was carrying a, uh, for hip thrusters, I had a bag of dog food on my lap. So it shows you just different ways that you can add weight, but generally everything's body weight. Yeah. I mean, I did, I, I did a workout today. I don't think I touched a weight, and I got destroyed. No, it's – I did a yoga pose yesterday where I ran a mile. I did all these really athletic things, and then when Dan had me do the yoga pose – Which one? Um, the I, one with your knee and the leg extended – 
no, no, no. This one was um. Names. I don't I don't want to say frog pose, but this was like I was inverted with my knees on my elbows. Oh, okay, yeah. Um and just trying to hold and balance there with the f- pressure through your fingertips. Yep. And I sweat like a like a pig. <laughs> but when I turned upside down like that, like not only could I not do it, but I was like so tight <laughs> that the sweat is just filling my eye sockets and I just I'm like why is this the hardest thing? Like Every I, day, there's the I can deadlift anything. <laughs> I can press anything. You know, if you tell me to push a, push a car for a mile, if you want me to run uh, up three miles on a treadmill, just ripping. No, but then when he's like, hold this pose. Can't do it, bro. Can't I, do it. I was doing like, uh, so we're slowly working on muscle ups and we're d- breaking down the different parts of it. So we'll do like 10 of the dips up top, yeah. um, hollow body dips, and then come down and then just hold your body weight above the bar and i like can't do it no it's it's but it's insane literally could rep out like 20 pull-ups but i can't just statically <laughs> can't hold just hold myself, myself. yeah and you i know? think i think that's what a lot of people right now it's it's funny how that translates to all of life right yeah. like it, it in in regards to everyone thinks you need the gym and then when you just have your body weight and you realize how hard it is yeah it's the same thing when everyone Everyone just wants to get off of work and, oh, my God, I just want to go home and Netflix and, and chill. Now and now you have that and everyone's like, oh, my God, this is so hard. The grass is always greener. Always. <laughs> always greener. Always, always, oh always. God. So right now, I don't know. I'm, I'm thoroughly enjoying the process of like every night. I'm, I, I had a month's worth, worth of workouts made for the gym and then this happened. I just every day I'm recreating them to make them dumbbell only and then. I don't know. It's kind of fun. Yeah. And so I'm gonna turn I'm gonna turn that into a hard sell right now, for you because oh. I didn't go over sponsors at the beginning really, oh. um, but you are a sponsor of this podcast. I am. Yes. You Dana actually pays uh, for this building. Da 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 da. Da 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 da. So uh, once again, I you know the the way it's all structured is pretty interesting, but um, every business chooses a building to support. So we have a bunch of different warehouses, and this is the building that you support. Which makes sense. Because, because there's a gym in there. <laughs> yeah. Um, so thank you for being a sponsor um, of this podcast. Thank you very well. Now, um, Dana, once again, I did her workout yesterday. Oh, our, that shoulder day. I was with, so With sore dumbbells, then. that little hip twist thing that you had me do. And I, windmill and, press. And I went, the heaviest dumbbells I used were 45s. And not to I, not to brag, but I'm I'm very strong. Yes. For being vegan, I'm <laughs> extremely strong. Very strong. Vegan. I'm actually stronger than most people that aren't vegan. I'm pretty sure you're stronger than me. <laughs> I'm stronger than you. Yeah. <laughs> um, but even with extremely light dumbbells, with the way you set things and your your rep rep schemes, they weren't even that crazy. No. Um, you destroyed me. Yeah. I, yeah. And I can only imagine what your home workouts without weight would be like because I feel like they're going to do the same thing. So the beauty of this, and I'll, I'll speak for this for you, but it, right now it's free for one week. One week. We so if you go to, do that. So if you go to danalynbailey.com, you can sign up for one week for free just to give it yeah, like a – Try it out. Yeah, you can give a little test ride. So on the site, so we keep everything. If you go uh, – so I, <clears throat> I started leaving – we used to only leave two days up. I leave like four days up because I know some people get behind and it just just makes it easier. So I leave like three or four days up so you can see what we've been doing for the last three or four days. And then you can check out the home workouts. I also leave three or four days up of that so you can check out what we're doing. And then you'll get a new workout every single day. And then if you go to the content, uh, I forget what we called it, uh, exclusive content, mm. Um there's just videos and videos. Oh, there's hundreds. Videos. I looked at your YouTube page today with all the private videos. Yes. There's hundreds just videos of videos. On top. So for the last two years, every week we put out uh, like a full, full breakdown video. So you can go back. So even when gyms open back up, like go back, look at those so you can see movements. Um, there's an exercise library that I do definitely need to update, especially with all the home workout stuff. But yeah, check it out. So we said it was free for one free week. For one After week. that, it's seven dollars a month. It's like a what's that breakdown to? Break to? Uh, like a fancy Starbucks. No, coffee. no, no. What's that? What is that? What is that per well, day? Or oh, uh, it's like. Tw- 
I'm going to do the math right now on my calculator. <laughs> for, for only 20 cents, for 30 you can make your day. sad little muscles grow. <laughs> so, so $7 divided by, what, 30? Yeah, by 30 days. 30 equals. It's 23 cents a day. 23 cents a Not day. Not even a quarter. Yeah. <clears throat> and it's somebody who actually really cares. Uh, I've I witnessed it firsthand. You, <laughs> you low-key care way too much. Yeah. All right, so... Let's go over. We, we've, we've, I guess we've addressed that uh, travel has completely changed for us. So events have changed. Expos have gone away. Yeah. Um, there's so many different things now that like were normal parts of our life are that are just there. vanished. We get to spend more time together. Oh, we do get to spend more time yeah. together. Yeah. I like that. Wh- which I just sleep more. Yeah. <laughs> you do. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, we can spend more time together. I get in the hot tub. And then you fall asleep. And then I fall asleep. And then I'm actually sleeping eight hours almost. But I just like when you're at the house. You just like like when I'm at the house. You feel safer. Yes. You're protected from the bears. (laughs) The mountain lions. You're not scared of the bears, right? No. Mountain lions, yeah. Mountain lions? Yeah. Uh, I guess you should be scared of the mountain lions. Max, Max, Max. All right. Let's not talk about that. Now we got the fucking bash bros. Yeah. They are... I don't know what they're capable of. They're big idiots. But they I feel like they would try to like befriend them and then the cat would like I feel like they would just be scared. scared. I feel like they would bark 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 and then as soon as the mountain lion jumped in they'd be like, "Oh, oh fuck." And they'd <laughs> run. And I feel like when they would run, they would fall over each other. Uh, when it thunderstormed, they got scared of the thunder yeah, but and crawled underneath. We're all scared of thunder. Uh, no one's Were you expecting your wait? So you're expecting when it thunders for your dogs to what? Posture up in the center of the yeah, yard and bark right. at the sky? I don't know. Not like, be like, fuck hot, you, God. Look at the sky and hide under, their, under the deck. Dana, it's fucking thunder, dude. I don't know. That's like thunder. All right. They have literally no idea what that is. That's true. It's just the world going. <laughs> like that. What? That's true. And I, I have seen them like skin a rabbit alive. Oh, yeah, I didn't disgusting. witness that. That was Horrible. I don't know where I was at, but I didn't it's witness really that. Bad. So, I think the one thing besides all this, the positive and negative and whatever, I'm more anxious or anticipating like what is the new normal? Like what's the new standard of living? Like, you know, when we we think like, "Hey, remember when uh people used to be able to smoke on airplanes? Like is it going to be like Hey, remember when we used to give each other handshakes? That's so weird when you met <laughs> Like, is that, is that going to be, like, the new normal? Sorry, he's, he's setting up cameras and stuff over there. Oh, he's resetting the cameras. Like, yeah, I, what, I'm, like, I'm, more anticipating, I don't, I don't like, know how much I want to get into that. Aim your microphone a little more oh, up toward your face. Falling. I know. I'm sorry. Austin broke that mic stand. Damn it, Austin. I know. So I'm actually uh, terrified. Because we all already saw what. That. I'm terrified. Yeah, at least I'm terrified because, and mm-hmm. I'm not scared of the virus. I don't give a fuck. Not that I don't give a fuck. I don't want to sound like ruthless, but, um, so I don't really know anyone who's had it. The only people I know is Jordan's dad and uncle had it. Dad, and, yeah, dad and who were older, and they both recovered no problem. Yeah. Um, and all these celebrity celebrities have it, and they seem to be fine. I, and like you know, so whatever. I think it's regardless of what I think about it. I'm just terrified that the new normal is for the government just to completely just shut down shut the country. Shut everything down. And um, for like, anyone... I think that's definitely going to be the new normal. I don't like the government at all. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the government fucks everything up. I think that the more people you have involved in decision-making, the more everything's fucked up. Yep. Um, I'm I mean, a huge when fan... When you're not actually in control of your own I'm a business, huge fan of. I'm a huge a fan scary. of freedom. Ultimate fucking freedom. Which like, that's what America's all about. Yeah. Right? <laughs> I, I love freedom. And I understand that there needs to be some kind of rules. And I understand that even right now, being quarantined and, and everyone trying to social distance, I agree with it. I think that it should be happening. Um, I think that everyone needs to be a little bit more cautious. We're in Montana, so we're sort of blessed that you know we're already not around people. So it needs to be done, but what I'm worried is, you know, when flu season hits next year, are we going to shut it down for two weeks? And I think that a lot of businesses don't have the wherewithal to sort of like, you know, pull it together and understand what's happening. Yeah. Um, 
you know, I, I talked to a guy who originally started printing some of our t-shirts back in the day, back in the day. I don't want to say his name, but, um, good friend of mine, I talked to him on the phone and he was just like, yeah, all sports are canceled. So I don't have t-shirts to print. And like then realizing like, holy shit, dude, that dude's business just stops. And like we've, you know, if we only had Airbnbs, we'd be fucked right now. But like, one of the big things that I try to do is I'm trying to set our lives up uh, like a farm, if that makes sense. So when you have a big operating farm, once again, we don't eat animals, but you know, when you have a farm, you have, you normally have running water from something. You have like a windmill, a windmill for power. You have uh, cows. You have chickens. You have this garage over here with equipment in it. You have this over here, and it's it's not completely self-sustaining. Like it still needs to be somewhat on the grid, but you pretty much have all the bases covered. And my quest from day one has been that. That's why we have a private gym. That's why we have extra garages. That's why we have tools that's why we have so many different streams of income that's why you know we have different warehouses that's why our house is set up the way it is like I'm actively you know we're not completely off the grid but as far as a functioning thing you can knock out different sources and we're still sort of manageable and then I have I have the team I have the creative team I have the staff that when I get a, a good idea to how to pivot to move forward, we can. So that's what I chase to set up. And that's why people are like, oh, why are you doing so many things? You should just focus on flag nor fail yeah, and but make what sure if that's, that goes and I'm away. like, what if flag nor fail goes the way? Cause I mean, for example, I'm the face of flag nor fail. You're the face of flag nor fail. You know, mm-hmm. what happens if all of a sudden, not that we're like famous, but w- what if a video from 1997 circus surfaces of me doing something or saying something horrible and everyone's like, oh, fuck Rob Bailey, and they stop buying the apparel. You know, whatever. Any, Things yeah, like that have happened. Anything could happen. <clears throat> anything could happen. You know, what if... Uh, I get somebody, one of us gets sick. Or, yeah, yeah, what if we get the coronavirus and yeah. die? But what I don't want to happen then is to have all our eggs in that one basket to where, say, flag nor fail goes away, right? And then we don't have anything else. Yeah. And then we don't have anything else. And I was, ac- I was accused yesterday... Um, about only caring about money. And my initial reaction was like, no, fuck you. But then I thought about it and I was like, well, one, yes, I care about money because I realize how important money is. Mm-hmm. And the reason I realized that is because you and I were fucking broke. Mm-hmm. Like, do you remember when we lived on knockoff egos forever? Yeah, when our our uh, we ate off a tire. Do you remember with plywood? Do you that remember was our table? Yeah, that house. Do you remember we didn't have a shower in that house? Yes. We had. Where did we shower? There was a, a clawfoot bathtub. Yes. Uh, that filled up with disgusting water. It was a little dirty. And you'd had to like fill it up and wash yourself. Like, what? Yeah. And we lived like that for a while. That was my favorite time. That was a good time, but when we, but that's when I like. Yeah. Once I started figuring out how to make money, that's when I realized, like, no, money's really important because I don't want to be in a situation like I remember when the exhaust manifold cracked on my Tacoma and it was just so loud. And I remember pulling up to QVC every day and my truck was like, blah, <laughs> and people would look at me because these are all like, you know, working professional adults. And they're looking at me like, why does your truck sound like that? And I'm like, because my manifold's cracked and I, they were like $137 and like eh, the money to fucking buy one. So, like, I've realized the importance of money from not having money. Mm-hmm. So, yes, I care about fucking money. The other thing I care about is being able to still function this business. So, you know, bro in the back with five kids isn't panicking right now because he knows that we're going to be okay. And the first meeting that we had when coronavirus popped off is I looked at everyone and I said, hey, guys, I have enough money saved up so that we can float four months, Mm -hmm. I'd say four to five months without anyone doing any work. I can exhaust my personal funds and we can, I can still pay everyone. And then on top of that, with those guys working, that's obviously extended. So like Mm -hmm. if someone gets sick, if any of this shit happens, granted we have backup things like Aflac and things like that set up for them, but I can still help out. Like it's not going to go under. And yes, so so money's important. No, exactly. 
fucking AccuAir just went out. I don't know. You, I know you don't know who AccuAir is, but like they night, just yeah. yeah, fuck man. Andy posted that. And it was like that's like a company that like holy shit. Like and there's gonna be more of that, dude. There's gonna be more companies that yeah. go under because it's fucking hard. And one of the reasons goes back to me being so stressed out all the time. You know why I'm stressed out all the time because I run so lean. Mm-hmm. Because as a CEO of all these businesses, I'm doing so many things I, that typically in my position I shouldn't be doing. But I still have my hands in all that because we don't have the personnel to do it. Yeah. You know? Like being the CEO of all these companies, I shouldn't still be literally like researching and picking out color palettes and picking out stitches and like designing all this stuff, designing. Yeah, I'm literally still, I'm just still designing logos. Yeah. Like, with the size of it all and everything going on, like, I shouldn't be doing that. I should have designers being doing that. But anyway, I'm still with my hands and everything, which is why I think I'm just, I'm so spread thin, which makes me a little cra- I'm sorry, is what I'm trying to say. No, you're, is that so, what you you're wanted? like, so much better now. Is that what you wanted? No. I know. There's I a lot anything. of things. There's a lot of things that have transpired in my life, and a lot of, I'm looking, attempting to look at everything different and evolve. You know, you know, I've talked about that a lot and that's good, but back to the coronavirus thing and being able to maintain through it all, it's something that we're able to do. And I'm, yeah. I'm extremely proud of that. A lot of companies aren't going to be able to do that. I am very proud of you for that too. Um, I don't remember why I started talking, saying that, uh, you know, what some people do is they write down little notes. Oh, no, we'll see. We're I'm not even wearing fucking shoes. <laughs> It's really comfortable, yeah, though. Yeah, it is. Uh, it's really, should, really comfortable. Should I take my shoes off? Yeah, of course. Right, I mean, you have the option. I do have the option. And why wouldn't you take your shoes off if you had the option? I thought I had a drink around here, too. I don't, I'm all disoriented. Well, I think... Oh, yeah, doesn't I it feel so much better? It does feel a lot take better. Take your socks off, too. Uh, no, I, my feet might get cold. It's a little chilly. Your feet would get Ooh. cold? You know. So we'll that's, get a little heater for your feet. What? No. All right. I'm good. All right. All right. Should we talk about how you've been angry most of your life? <laughs> Go back to that. Wait, what? <laughs> you've been so angry. Anywho, about this coronavirus. I've been angry my whole life? Uh, no. Uh, yeah, yes. My entire life. <laughs> yes. My entire life I've been furious. Yes, fury. I, um, no, I don't understand myself and I don't understand what's going well, That's not what I want to talk about this podcast. Yes. Anyway. We can save that for another podcast. We'll take <laughs> notes. Why is Rob so angry? Why, why is Rob a lunatic? Yeah. Ugh, we could talk for days about that. Oh, great. <laughs> so I'm going to feed you to a tiger. Oh my God. <laughs> tiger King. Uh, do you think the goats would eat you if I chopped you up in little pieces? No, because they don't, I mean, they don't even like the dog food. What about the bash bros? The bash bros might eat me. All right. They might. Okay. <laughs> Just saying. Just, that's pretty, that's pretty interesting. Eddie, I definitely would. He would eat anything. You think so? Yeah, I think hmm. so. Just put little dog bis, whatever. Don't kill me. <laughs> uh, no, I never said I was going to. Okay. When did you say that? I don't. This is being recorded. <laughs> talking about right now we're talking about feeding you to the oh dogs my God. i'm not gonna die of coronavirus i'm gonna die because you're gonna kill me and feed me to i never no dogs. i'm not gonna i when did i say that you just did you're putting words in my mouth it's on video now it's on video and uh audio uh, audio video all right all you podcast listeners out there if i ever wait that's where my drink went you took my drink no you you had a yellow one. Oh. and you fell in all right. mine all right Anyway, if I ever disappear, that's what happened, guys. Okay, so <laughs> you check the dog's bellies. <laughs> so in addition to that, I think that um, we've, in pivoting, we've also, uh, we've had a lot more home time, which I've noticed we destroy the house now. Yeah. It's which so is much very dirtier. confusing. I don't. <laughs> like you'd think I'd be able to keep up with I cleaning. guess it's because we're cooking more. I, to me, I feel a little more busy i think with the dlb daily honestly but i feel more busy i'm home more and i can't keep up with everything i don't know why doesn't make any sense and a lot of times i'm training at home so then i wreck that (sighs) it's hard huh so it doesn't make sense to me how about as far as um 
so the whole like toilet paper thing and that whole thing but like as far as like gathering stuff i know like we for a Maybe two weeks ago, we did that whole, like... Oh, as far as prepping? Yeah, like, actually Yeah, so every time we've been going to the grocery store recently, we haven't been, like, obnoxiously buying things, but we've made an attempt to, like, hey, let's buy more canned goods. Yeah. Or dog food, where I normally get one bag of food for everything. I just got... I just got three of everything. But I know we talked about like possibly getting like generator, like oh not I don't want to say like doomsday prepping, but <clears throat> well, no, I think you should always be ready. I think I think that um we've ta- we've talked about that on John's podcast, John Bartolo, but we talked about like we didn't have a gun readily available for when the mountain lion attacked. Yeah, and like that, like granted that mountain lion never came back. I don't know. Well, you don't know that. Don't say. But that. I really would have been happy if someone would have put a bullet through his head yeah, and, or at least been able to protect a little bit better or whatever. But that was my fault for not having weapons readily available. So I fixed that shout out to Gallo tech. Now it's right next to who we bed. have a Gallo tech wall now with a 300 blackout. We got the Glock up there with the flashlight on it. We ha- we're all set up. So I think that you have to be prepared and I've been diligent with preparing on the backside yeah. Which is preparing with, you know, we have uh, w- w- with the different businesses we have. We have digital businesses. We have hard good businesses. We have uh, like real assets. I have stock assets. I ha- like I'm I'm a little bit of everything going on so that we can survive. Yeah. So there's so for a long that's period. all sort of taken yeah. care of. Our house is also in a situation where if anything does go wrong, no one's gonna come to our house. No. And if you do. And if you do, you're going to be greeted with weapons. So (laughs) (laughs) we have that set up. Um, We're on a well, which is beautiful. We're never going to run out of water. We have fuel. We have, uh, we don't have that much fuel, but we have, we probably have 30, 30 gallons of gas, I'd Uh, say. Yeah, about that. We have like five Five or six. A little bit more than that, yeah. yeah. But uh, so Five we have fuel. We have a little bit of extra food. Uh, uh, not we too much. We kind of ate through that. I was just the saying, canned like, goods we have. The canned goods we have. The Oreos. The one, thi- <laughs> the one thing we did that didn't work out for us is no. like we did stop. Like generally, when this isn't happening, like there's not much food in our no house. No food. We have in the like house. trifecta. Like we don't buy snacks because like neither of us like if there's snacks in the house no. we just eat them we're like out of control cereal. and so what we did because i think it was when my mom was here so we bought like some fun snacks because my mom eats like a child yeah. she likes like, like a 65 year old 12 year old yeah she eats like chips and like pringle like all sorts of weird stuff so we went to the store got a bunch of canned goods got like cereal like just stuff that's gonna last for a while and I think we just ate through it all yeah. in a week. And now we're just yeah. now we have some canned goods. We have canned goods, it. which is good which is good. I mean we have enough we have enough responsible food there to survive I don't know how long, but yeah. for a few weeks. We're also living in Montana where generally everything's gonna be okay compared to other places. Um, we don't have paper goods, which is weird. Because yeah. we, that's still that, something that's just that's, not reaching us for some reason. I don't understand um, that. We have tons of firewood for to keep the house warm because yes. it's still snowing. Even though it's April, it's still snowing f- four inches every night in Montana. Yeah, just now. It was yeah, getting it's like all the pretty snow. fucking cool. Yeah. Um, so we have wood to heat the house. We have a soapstone fireplace, which uh, it's it actually circulates the heat a few times before it sends the smoke up and out. So it heats up and it'll hold warmth for like two days. So we can heat our house with that. Um, we can obviously cook with that also. So we have like heat, firewood, all that stuff handled, chainsaws to cut down more trees. Um, I am going to add a generator. Yeah. I think that I looked up prices of generators. They're not they're not as crazy as I thought. So um, I think under where our bedroom is, in that little area yeah. that's sort of dead, I'm going to get a generator installed there. Um, so we'll pour a pad and get a generator, inst- like a big boy generator. And then also, I know we've talked freezer. about, we were yes, get a can't find any chest freezers anywhere yeah. in Montana. It's just, you know, it's rough out here. But uh, also, I wanted to look into getting solar because the front of our house gets so much heat. Yeah. Um, back of the house. Back of the house. Back, back of the house. Of the house. Our, our southern facing windows. And 
I don't know much about solar, so it's something I'm like slowly researching, but I know that we have a lot of roof space. Once we put it up there too, we'll never see it ever again because it's not yeah. on the front side of our house because I don't think solar panels are that attractive. No, they're ugly. But there's something that we would never see ever again and we could have lying in our house. So once again, looking into that kind of stuff that I, I think is pretty important to us. Um, outside of that, I know you want to get chickens. Well, this is like, well, I know we had chickens in Pennsylvania and that when we lived there, we were both eating eggs and it was just an endless supply. Every morning you'd wake up and there was, we had, it's crazy. We had like eight chickens and you would get eight to 10 eggs. Like some of them were laying like two. It was crazy. So I, uh, that ever since this, I know, which I found out, uh, the argument. Cause remember you said you were like, well, if if chickens lay all these eggs, that was, yeah. So that was my question to a vegan. So I have that answer. Do you you know what what it is? So, um, you let them hatch? No, 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 no. So the argument there is it's like, well, if chickens lay so many eggs, doesn't it make sense for us to eat them? Right? Well, it, I'm not saying that it makes sense. What do you do with the eggs? Exactly. As a vegan, what do you, you do? Chickens? You know, etc. So on the backside, they say the same thing about cows. They say, <clears throat> if you don't milk a cow, and this is true, if you don't milk a cow, it's painful for the cow. Yeah, but what it I comes, mean, even women. No, but what it comes down to is a, the milk's supposed to be for the baby calf. Yeah. And then, but what we've done, because we're humans and we're sort of assholes, is we've we've sort of bred and made sure things genetically have reached a point where chickens aren't supposed to lay eggs every day. Did you know that? No, I actually didn't. Yeah, know chickens that. lay eggs like... Why do they do that? When now? they get their period, because they've been they've been bred to produce like that. Yeah, it's crazy, right? So you know how, like, when you got your period the other day, it was painful Whoa, and shitty? Oh, jeez. <laughs> what? It's a normal human thing. Why are you embarrassed? Weren't you a health teacher? Yeah. Say it with me. Penis, penis and, and vagina. Penis. That was the first. I don't know. I don't know. Penis and vagina. All right. It so was the first day of health class, I made everyone say penis and vagina. And now you're nervous about saying wow, uh, when you got your we period the other day. I didn't know talking about my period today. <laughs> I'm talking about your period. Shit. So, you know, when you get that, it's very uncomfortable. Yeah. So what I've been told is... Uh, through my vegan activist Facebook page or Instagram pages I follow is that chickens experience sort of the same thing because now they're getting their period every single day. Oh, dear and that's, God. that's, it's not natural. It's where I believe we've bred the chickens to be sort of like how we bred Kaya not to be a real dog. She is totally a real dog. If Kaya dog. got locked outside all night, she would die. <laughs> oh my God. She would not make it through an entire night. Oh my God. I just pictured her little face. She's not a wolf. She's not a coyote. <laughs> she would have no she idea where to get food. She would be shivering. Yeah. She was shivering <laughs> in the garage. Yeah. She won't, she won't lay down if she doesn't, like the carpet's not good enough. She has to lay on the carpet and yeah, this oriental lay, rug we have. Lay on the floor. She no. has to. If I put my jacket down, she'll lay on the jacket. Yeah. She has to lay yeah. on top of something. Yeah. Wolves don't do that. <laughs> well, I know that. Yeah. <laughs> so she's been like princess. she's been like bred and yeah she's been bred and and, and she enge- hasn't been bred. She's engineered engineered. To, <laughs> engineered to become this thing. She's been trained to yeah. be a princess. Yeah, she's not a real she's not a real dog thing oh. anymore. She's fantastic. (laughs) She's fantastic, but she's not real. Traditionally. She's not a real dog. So I think those are the other steps I'm going to take. As far as the business steps, I think we need to make some pivots in what we're doing. Um, I need to, I have some creative ideas about the, uh, the Airbnbs. Mm -hmm. One thing that I did, and once again, this isn't me trying to brag, but this is another like, um, the only one that has a mortgage is the lake house. Yeah. The other ones were paid for in full. Uh, a lot of the work was done by ourselves or it was budgeted ex- extremely well. Um, a lot of the furniture is like not brand new furniture. Like we made it work on a certain level so that we're not crushed by mortgages right now. Um, because once again, I play everything extremely safe. It looks like I don't play it safe because I have a mohawk and I'm 36 years old. Normally, dudes with mohawks at 36 years old don't don't play it safe. You actually got your age right. I know. Wow, that's impressive. 36, yeah. But uh, yeah, I I think that there's there's a couple business moves we need to make. I'm not sure what they are, but there's tons of opportunity right now. Yeah. So much opportunity uh, in the right circumstances. 
we, I, I just, I, I have a, an idea of what it is. I just need to figure it out. And, and not only that, it's my responsibility to figure it out because we have here in Montana, we have about 30 employees. Each one of those employees generally has an other half. And then on top of that, they have kids. Yeah. So like it multiplies by like three, mm-hmm. right? So like when you're really going back to the all Rob cares about his money thing, it's like, well, yeah, I care about money because, because you have so many people. Because I support, yeah. I support, we support the companies, not even me, the companies support 90 people yeah. here in Montana with kids and everything. So like fucking right. I care, dude, because it, I want to make sure that they're not panicking and all 90 of them don't have anything to worry yeah, about. If you didn't care. Then everyone and would they, suffer. And not only that, and not only that, but they have faith in the fact that we're, you know, like yeah. there's nothing worse than living in fear that no matter how hard you do your job or how hard you work, that like, it's just still not going to work out. And if I can take that off their plate, fucking right. I care about money. Yeah. You know? So, yeah, it's my it's my job in this time. Like, even though we have all this added workload and everything's a lot more difficult, but to, and you guys out there too, I guess this is I'm not. Once again, I don't like giving business lessons, but if you guys can figure out how to diversify, and not only diversify with with uh, with businesses, but just skill sets, because I don't think everyone should own a business. No, like no. Dana Lynn Bailey should not own a business. Not by myself. Not by herself. <laughs> God, no. Like, Dana has really, really strong skill sets, but not same thing. Wise. Is not a CEO, not a business owner, and you're aware of that. Yeah. And I, I know tons of people that aren't CEOs, they're not business owners, but they got skills that can crush mm-hmm. and that can make tons of money and that can pivot and that can take care of them and that can excel in life. And I think that right now the biggest thing you need to do is learn what skills you can learn so you can have that bigger arsenal, you know, and I'm doing the same thing with my, my farm concept of like, I have all these different things here and we have different revenue streams and all that shit. And it's okay, cool. We're, we're okay now. Who knows where it's going to go the next two months, but we, we really need to keep thinking about like, what can we do that if this happens again or something like this happens again, how can we be ready? And I'm worried that people are going to forget, man. I'm worried that, it's going like to halfway through May, halfway through May, it's just going to come back. Everyone's going to go like way too hard going out and like, they're just going to be well, super free. Everything I heard is, uh, I've been listening to NPR is that it's, it might come, it will be almost like the Spanish flu. Then it'll be like a flu and it comes back, mm-hmm. uh, during the fall, during the colder months, it's colder months. Yeah. Now. COVID-19 too. So like when it comes back next year, like yeah. everything, everything shuts down again and like so in my head and once again you say i'm always angry but like i think I'm of not anymore you said that you th- i just think of the worst oh yeah so i'm not saying it out loud to everyone else but in my head no it's coming back oh, yeah. not only is this going to last two more months longer than i think it's going to last but i'm already counting on this entire thing happening next year yeah and i think if you don't if if you don't see this and you don't automatically think like oh a year from now this is going to happen and you get caught with your pants down again, again I will yeah. not get caught with my pants down twice. Not going <laughs> to fucking happen. Once, yeah. Oops. Twice. No. If it happens twice, it's because I wanted it to happen, <laughs> yeah. and I wanted you to see my dick. <laughs> so that's it. Yeah. So now's the time. I'm to assuming start. it's going to happen. Yeah. 100% going to happen Assume again. Assume that it's going to happen again. No, Maybe that it's even happen. every year. Who knows? 100% every year. I think this is the new normal for the flu. For the flu. Just yeah. the flu. Like, I've never had a flu shot because I think it's fucking bullshit. Plus, I'm vegan, so I don't get sick. Yeah. Should I get sick? Okay, Should I got I sick. I got a little sick once this year. You got sick more than me this year. I got sick once this year. And I took, you know what pisses me off about this year about getting sick once? I took time off because I felt comfortable because the new Rob Bailey <laughs> is a little bit is a little bit more relaxed. So he felt comfortable taking time off. I took like one day off. I was like, yeah, I'm gonna take one day off. I took a day off you training. You were sick for a very long time. I was I was sick for maybe a week, but I took a day off. But it wasn't the flu. I don't no, know no, what it was it just was. it was just sick. Yeah, it was just sick. But I could have worked through it, but I didn't because I'm like this new Rob Bailey is trying to take care of himself, and now. Eight back, months later, bites you in the ass. I got these bitches. <laughs> what? You're a bitch. <laughs> bitches. Yeah. I'm a plural. Well, there. I heard you were talking to someone else about it too. Yeah. Yeah. 
bitches. <laughs> well, it's because you're all just talking shit behind my back because I took a day off I was work. Talking to my sister-in-law. I'll be damned if I'm ever gonna if I'm ever gonna do that again. You're um, gonna see me sick as fuck. I'm gonna set up on my laptop. And say, I'm I'm just I'm not sick. I'm working from home. Never again will you see me take a day off for being sick because of that. You have no idea. I'll feed you the fucking dog. Telling you guys, when I disappear, come find me. When you disappear, if you disappear. When I disappear. (laughs) So, yeah. Well, it's crazy. The one thing I noticed, uh, which is weird with the coronavirus, is how everyone's mood's been, even mine. It's like, I didn't believe in it, and then then I super believed in it, and then uh, it's so weird because I don't. I don't know what to believe. Well, that's, you know? the, that's the problem. Because like, I, I don't trust anything The on funny the thing is, Trump says fake news, right? Yeah. And I know a lot of people hate Trump, but I think we can all agree yeah. that the news is fake. Yeah. It's not fucking real. And, and that's even something like you said NPR a couple minutes ago. Like, I had to stop yeah. listening to because NPR. It, yeah. Because NPR used to be extremely just, here's the news. And it's not anymore. No. Well, and it's that's not every news because they, is now they have news. now they have sponsors. Now they have all these things going on, and it's the l- same thing. It's left leaning, and, and and it's hard to listen to. Yeah. I just want someone to tell me what the fuck is going on. Give me facts so I can believe them. But there's literally not one news source out there that just does that. No. It's fucking horrible. No. So. It's hard to know what to believe. And on, then on top of that, now this is by our doing, but we live in Montana. So it's not even real here. I know. We've had like two deaths yes. in the state. Well, and both of them were like really old dudes. Yeah. And then it, we, we can even track how it got brought into the state. Yeah. Like we have evidence of, oh, it came in this way. Because there's not that many people here, which is by design. But, eh. I know it's it's hard because so it's not even around, real here around people here. Everyone thinks it's like, oh, they're just blowing it out of proportion. But then I'll see like or even even Jen, like our sister-in-law nurse. Very cautious. Very like. But at the beginning, wasn't. Yeah, was wasn't like, oh, worried. Wasn't worried at all. She was like kind of making fun of it. And but I value her opinion because she's she's yeah. very, very smart, knowledgeable, very, very smart, great nurse. And now she's taking it super serious. And then, like, I, I have a couple other followers that I follow that are, like, posting pictures of them. And, like, they're basically saying, like, this is actually a real thing. Yeah. Like, people are dying. There's not enough ven- ventilators. There's not enough ventilators. And uh, anyone that needs one it will die. Well, see, I've heard there's enough ventilators now. Oh, there is? There's enough ventilators, but there might not be enough. Oh, I, uh, I you know see, what I mean. So again, like, what so do it's you the same trust? thing. It's, like it's, I heard, there's, there's never, there's not enough. Like we, we're trying to order them from like China and stuff, and like they're not shipping. There's not enough masks. There's, there's not, not enough, enough masks. You know, it's cool. Like, I don't know if you saw this, um, but we, uh, I forget what we have a relationship over in China, and he sent us a giant box full of masks. Yeah. Uh, for the hospital, because he 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 knew that Drew's wife is a doctor. So he sent us a giant bot Somehow, or like a, our a nurse. Don't have enough. Sent well, it's because they're not buying on the free yeah. market, and once again, it's bureaucracy and everything is slower moving than it needs to be. If you yeah. want to get masks, you can get fucking masks. You just gotta. I got some shipped. You just from uh, I got. Three you of just them. don't go to your normal source, and unfortunately, the average person, once again, not trying to talk shit on hospitals, but I don't think the average person's resourceful enough to step outside of the way they always have done things and do something new. So they're they're out there. I mean, we got them randomly sent to us. But like, again, that's like mixed news. Like you heard that there was enough, and well, it's it's all it's all how you want it's all how you want to spin yeah. spin it. You know what I mean? And I mean, even I spin everything when I talk too. Like I'm I'm fully aware of that. Oh yeah, you do. Right? King <laughs> manipulator. I'm not king manipulator. <laughs> I'm sure there's bigger manipulators than me. Oh, no. Man, you you only say good things about me. <laughs> I'm I'm miserable. Ah, I said you're so much better now. I got I said sick. You used to be. I'm angry. I'm king manipulator. <laughs> what else? What? S- s- tell me more about You're myself. Very handsome. Oh, very and handsome. Very good at business very decisions. Good, uh, yeah. What did I say about you? I said you were a bitch. And you were going to kill me. And no, I to did my not dog. say that. Yes, you did. No, I said you were very talented with your workouts. But I could never be a CEO because I'm a big dummy. <laughs> I don't think I said big dummy. No, I. See I just that. don't think you. I don't think you have the qualities. Oh, I, don't, I no. also don't think you have a desire. 
I don't want to be a CEO. So. I just I like making workouts and helping people. Yeah, which is fine. Yep. Which is fine. I think that there that's that's the difference between. There's a lot of people like that. You know, there's a lot of people that are like fucking really good fabricators, but couldn't, couldn't yeah. run a business to save their lives. And it's like, I don't know, dude, look, even looking back for me, I don't even, I might not even mind not running businesses hmm. and just having one job to do and being able to do really well at it. That'd be fucking dope. I could what murder that. What would you that. do though? Um, like if you I, just, a designer. One, just a designer. If I was just a designer. <sighs> murder it. Why don't you do that? Just become a design. It's I'm too far gone. Ah, uh, you're too too yeah. far gone. Too far gone. Too many businesses. Too, in. I'm I'm way uh, too deep. I'm hopeless. You know, one thing um, I want to tell you on the podcast. Now that our video is done, the cameras only record for 29 minutes, so we're we've just crested an hour. Oh, yeah. So uh, if you've lasted this long, I appreciate <laughs> you. What? Well, if they, you know, some people oh, don't. Yeah, I guess our, maybe. So our help. average listen time is 45 minutes. Oh, okay. So far. So we, we only have two cut episodes. It down a little bit, huh? Well, I guess they just get bored. Yeah. But luck, that's that's why do. I was throwing in the feeding you to the dogs thing cuz no. I was trying to <laughs> I was trying to keep people's attention earlier. Oh my god. But one thing um and I'm going to address this in a later thing is with me evolving as a person. Evolving? Do you think I'm evolving? Yes. Okay. Definitely. So, um we can talk about all that later, but one of my new things is thinking about once again, I heard I heard this term, and I'm going to say it. I'll say it every fucking podcast. I don't care. Renegotiating. And it's pretty much like renegotiating your relationship with blank. So, like, you can say it a different way. You're like, oh, I need to look at this different. Yeah. But that feels very, like, wishy-washy to me, and it doesn't feel professional. It just doesn't, it doesn't fire the spark inside of me. But when you say, I need to renegotiate my relationship with what time I go to bed. That makes it sound like, like if you're it's just like, like oh, I should try to get to go, I should try, I should to, try to go to sleep. Go to bed but if you're earlier. like, I'm gonna renegotiate my time with, uh, what sleep. time I go to sleep every my night. My sleep schedule. My, yeah, I'm gonna renegotiate my sleep schedule. It's like you're gonna what? Yeah. And it, it makes it sound like more official. Yeah. Th- oh, we're having a fucking conference call meeting about this. So take it serious. When I heard I want to renegotiate my relationship with, and I've been doing that a lot, and I want to renegotiate my relationship with time. And my, my, my relationship with responsibility, because there's a lot of times that, and you know this, I run out of the house. Now I do it because I train first thing. But when I wasn't training in the morning, I would be miserable leaving Frant- the house. No, it was more like just frantic. Because I just felt late. But for not, for but, getting there two hours early. But it's because I. Late because to get there two hours early. I felt like it was my responsibility to be there first because I feel like if people are working hard, I feel like I yeah, have to work harder. You still harder. have like an hour and a half. Well, I understand that, but there. I feel like, I feel like I, w- I have to work harder to oh, yeah. lead by example. So, and now I'm realizing that I don't need to work harder. I need to work smarter. Mm-hmm. So if I can support my brain a little bit better and my mood, I can make better decisions, which will profit everyone around yeah. me. So I'm low key thinking about taking a month off, at some point in time this year. Taking a month off of what? Like retiring for a month. I don't think you could. I think I could. I, I'm not doing it right now, but I'm what I'm doing, and this is how I do everything. I have to start thinking about it. I think about it for a while, like a helicopter, do right? steps till you get down yeah. to that. So I have... Like hot I have, I have like Every night. <laughs> yeah, I have a, a vision board, but then I also have a mental vision board. And my mental vision board, one of the big things I do is I just put things out there. So if I think about something long enough, and then I start talking about that thing, and it takes me a while to figure it all out, and then eventually it's time to do it. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that's the same thing with the GT2. That's it, it, it'll happen if I think about it enough. Airplane. Airplane. Airplane's another one that like I'm sort of on the fence about because I realize the responsibility of owning an airplane. Yeah. So um, much. And then also thinking about like where would I go from here. So I've been thinking more about a helicopter recently. Ooh, helicopter. Because then I could drop you guys for snowboarding and stuff like that. Yes. Take me to the top of the mountain. Mm, just leave you there. See if the dogs eat you up there. No, I won't. It'll be too fast because it's shredding. Yo. <laughs> all right. All right. All right. Well, no, I'm contemplating. Um, taking a month taking off. Taking a month off. Because we've closed now, now. When you say when I say taking a month off, I'm not just going to sit in my underwear at the house. Oh no, I know that. But like 
think about so it. So was your first step us actually going on a little vacation? No. Ugh. I haven't thought that far ahead yet. Oh, no. Th- when we went to Mexico. No, that was to celebrate. That's another thing that I'm trying to work on. I'm trying to figure out how to enjoy things. And I think um, I don't look forward to things because as soon as they happen, I like to move on to the next thing. Yeah. And I feel like if I look forward to things too much that when they happen, I'm not that impressed. Or you're like let down. Yeah, I'm I'm let down. I'm let down. All this... Because I think that, and yeah, because awaiting. I think everything, I think everybody's like, oh my God, oh my God, it's, this is going to be so amazing. And they, they put their whole life around and then it happens and you're like, oh, I mean, it was sort of like the Olympia, <laughs> no, but 100% like, like the Olympia <laughs> number one in the world. You think something's going to happen and nothing happened. Yeah. I remember you won <laughs> Olympia and we got off the stage and we were like, all right, any minute now. I mean, well, yeah, well. I still had a huge fan base, and the, but your fan base appreciated you. Everything, but, but you and I thought that. There. But I thought stuff was going to happen. You thought there was going to be like sponsorship. I didn't even get a photo shoot. <laughs> no, right? Uh oh, I don't even know what's about to happen. Something's our happening. one recording is about to run into our other recording. I don't know if it's going to record. Is it going to explode? Like a no, it's not going to explode. Like a what? Like it runs into each other and it just explodes. I'm at the episode of Scandal where the airplane exploded. Yep. So. Olivia. And on that note. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, no, I don't know what my plan is for the retirement month. I'll be um, heavily awaiting that. Uh, I don't even know if you're involved. Uh, I just want to see you. You might not see me. Oh, where are you going to go? Who knows? I Maybe I'll maybe I'll retire with Matt Vincent and do mushrooms in the rainforest. <laughs> all right. <laughs> and on that note uh signing off signing off plan ahead plan for the future get your orders in prep prep yeah all right so prep prep and think creatively uh do you know what my sign out is no come on oh austin says it too oh say good night dana say good night dana good night dana